Okay, moving right along, we have in studio, it's our pleasure to uh, speak to the coach of Banyana Banyana. They've qualified for the Women's AFCON later this year, and Coach Desiree Ellis joins us in studio. Good evening, Coach. Thank you for making the trouble to come here to studio tonight. Hi, Debbie. So thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Yes, especially because it looked like the traveling was long. How long did it take you to come back? Um, well, we couldn't get a flight earlier, so we only started traveling on um, on Friday. You know, Friday afternoon, um, went via Doha and then arrived here on Saturday morning. Yeah, is I remember going there when we spoke to you. You also said it wasn't going to be an easy trip. I thought you'll just get a charter, go straight to Nigeria. Would you have liked to cut down on the traveling time, though, Coach, if it was possible? Traveling takes a lot out of people, you know, um, and you have to manage that as well when you arrive. So when we arrived on Sunday, we didn't train at all. It was just a big loosen up and stretching, even Monday morning, the same thing. And then we only had the two sessions, which was Tuesday, uh, Monday afternoon and mm. and uh, Monday uh, Tuesday evening at the stadium. Those were the only two sessions we had. But I think it's the same for most teams, you know, when they travel. Um and we've been we've been there before, so mm. we knew how to handle it. But if you want like an easier way to get to Algeria, <laughs> who must have these conversations? Coach, is it up to the association to organize, or do you have to request it? Look, um, I, I I'm not sure. I haven't been in that position before. Um, I'm not sure, but I think it's a conversation for both. I suppose to okay. have. Um, going forward if it, if it comes to a similar situation again. Hopefully it will be a smoother trip to, to, to Morocco there. But congratulations on reaching the Africa Cup of Nations. And um, overall, job well done. Did things go according to plan in Algeria? Look, we knew that they were not going to sit back. Um, but we also knew that we needed to make sure that we don't concede. And I think we could have been two or three nil up by half time before they scored. And unfortunately, the keeper made a couple of good saves. And then we conceded poorly, but we were not too worried. We kept saying, look, we're playing well and it's going to come. We have created. And then when the opportunity came, we were in control of the game as well. But we knew it was going to be difficult. You know, they much improved team from mm. 2014. A lot of the players also play abroad. And in France? For, yes, and they were sort of in-season compared to us being half of our players being out of season or being in pre-season. Um, but we knew it was going to be easier for overseas-based players because of the weather conditions was much cooler mm -hmm. because they're closer to Europe coming out of, of winter. Because some of our players struggled in the home league, to be honest. I remember you said yeah, that. Some yes. of them struggled, to be honest, with the heat. Yes. And I think they struggled more than us, but we knew that they needed to come out. And once we got the equaliser, we knew that you know we were in control of the game. And you mentioned finishing now. Even in the first leg, you were not happy with the finishing. Is that one area you want to work on ahead of AFCON? Look, we've worked on that in the past and we will consistently work on that. But we must also remember that the teams haven't played any matches yet. The players, you mm -hmm. know, uh, Tembi came back from injury. Uh, Rafilwe only joined the team late due to COVID um, protocols. Joined the team late. Um, Linda Mutlalo was in pre-season. Lebohang is in pre-season. The only players that were really active was uh, Nomvula, who plays in Spain. Noko, mm -hmm. who plays regularly. Um, um, uh, Colosa Biana, who plays regularly. Those were the only players that were active. Even Carabo from the US, you know, is also in preseason along with our players. And um, yes, we, we could have done better in those situations. But when you look at where the teams are, I mean, two, see, two weeks into preseason and we're already going into camp. So the coaches in the clubs have done fantastic to get them in that shape already. But we knew it was going to be tough having not played any games. And that's why the Zambia game was so key to play, mm. um, you know, to get minutes and to be tested, to push us beyond our limits, just to get us ready for the for the next adventure. You know, you don't want to go lose the game, but yeah. uh, they were in season and they were sharper than us and better than us.
but you knew that it was a preparation game, obviously, for of the course, yes. qualifiers. I remember you said you'd like to have played Morocco there. What happened? Was it a disappointment not to play Morocco? Look, uh, we wanted to play someone um, from North Africa, but we knew with the situation we were in with COVID, it was going to be difficult and we had to have a plan B. Um, and the plan B was obviously Zambia, who we were also getting ready, who we know is a quality team, mm. um, you know. So we knew that we were going to get tested. Um, but uh, if you can't get the one, you've got to have a plan B and a plan C. So when we're looking for opponents, we have who we want to play, who we want to play next, and so on and so on, so that we make sure that we get somebody that will really give us a, a, a test. So is that what you're hoping for now, a couple of months before AFCON? What's the plan now, Coach? Look, I um, haven't sat down yet, but obviously um, the next FIFA date is in April, looking at getting a very good uh, quality opponent. Um, then the next date is only just before AFCON starts, when players are released. Um, you know, so we've got to make sure that we get together early. Um, you know, similarly to what we did in 2018, where we went into camp a month before the time to mm -hmm. get ready, to, to select, to get ready, because the league would have started, which is fantastic. Um, the overseas-based players, except for Linda and Lebohang Ramalepi, um, this season went in the end of May. So they also need a little bit of time off. So you've got to manage, you know, all of that you've got to manage. Like we manage the players coming in. Um, they came in on different days and... Um, it was only one day, which was the Thursday, where we had the full squad for the first for a training session because we needed to manage the travel fatigue. Um, we saw what happened to us, Isat coming in and then getting injured, you know. So we have to take care of the players' well-being because we also have to send them back to their clubs in a good condition. And then before AFCON then, you had a month before that last AFCON. For this one, would you like to be closer to Morocco, closer to North Africa maybe for your preparations? Look, it might have to be that because we, are, we, are in, we will be in winter mm. and Morocco will be in summer. So we're going to have to find a place where it's uh, similarly similar weather conditions to make sure that we're not training in cold conditions and then go to a tournament where the heat hits the players, you know. Um, and it's going to be very important that we prepare in those similar conditions, um, very key, to make sure that, we, that we're ready um, for, for the competition itself, which is, in another nutshell, not going to be easy. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. I looked at the draw of the under-20 um, men's tournament and that was difficult. You have the three groups with your, with your four teams in and your top two goes through with the two best third place and then the permutations work out. And I, I remember Ghana playing um, Cameroon in yeah. the under-20s and they were the best third place team, Ghana. So... You're going to have to make sure that you're in top of your group and then make sure that you win the quarterfinal because that is the first step for us, you know, to qualify for the World Cup. And then we'll then work towards getting that gold medal. Yes, and I did mention on the, the top of the show that we're going to ask the coach how it works. So because it's, a, it's an expanded World Cup now, there are more places for Africa. So what's the key getting into the semis Yes, it's instead now of the, top three now? Yes, it's now four. The four semifinalists qualify automatically. Okay. Then there's also two places for um, two teams to go into interconfederation. And you don't want to go you don't want to go that route because it's all the country, countries around the world in the different confederations that oh. then go into a competition. So you want to make sure that you get to the semifinal first then you automatically qualify and obviously then it's like a it's like little tournaments in the in tournament, the tournament yeah. yes yes so semi-final top four gets you to the world cup in australia and new zealand next year and you've mentioned ghana we've seen now some of the big countries in the top 10 the ghanas the ivory coast the algeria missing from this women's afcon because there were some big teams against each other in these qualifiers how do coaches feel about that how do you feel about that sitting is it sitting Look, I think what they did was they did it in the in the in the in the in the zones, you know, like the Kosafa region. They did it in the Wafubi region. Mm. So you have Nigeria, you have Ghana, 
you have Ivory Coast all in one region. <clears throat> and because there was only X amount of teams in the Kusafa region, we were then matched up to play a team of the, of the UNIFAC, which is the, North, the Northern um, African region. That's why we played Algeria and Zambia and Namibia played and Zimbabwe and Botswana played off. And it's actually fantastic to see three, three teams from Kusafa going yeah. because it shows the work the Kusafa region has put in over the years with the Kusafa Cups. One, one, one. My mic is off. Okay, if you're just joining us, we are speaking to the head coach of Banyana Banyana, who's joined us in studio, Coach Desiree Alice. I believe we have a couple of voice notes here. Uh, I can bet the first one is going to be let's win Afcon, <laughs> but let's hear what they have to say, Coach. Good evening, Tabiso. Good evening to the team, Coach. We thank you and the girls for making the country proud by qualifying us to the Afcon. We pray that you return home with the ultimate trophy, Coach. Should you be able to win the Afcon and suffer? was to appoint you as Bafana Bafana coach. Would you give it a try or you rather still concentrate on the Bayana Bayana? It's Bramoro in Bloemfontein. Good evening, Tabiso. And to the Bayana Bayana coach, the Tejri, and to all the SAFM listeners, this is Tando Kaya from Boucher Park. Uh, this message is directed to you, Coach Tejri. Firstly, we are absolutely proud with the work that you are doing with the Bayana Bayana team. You guys are fantastic. Congratulations for qualifying uh, for the AFCON, uh, women's uh, AFCON, I mean. And then uh, I just have one, only one question to you, ma'am. If given the chance to coach Bafana Bafana, hey, not saying uh, anything bad about uh, approach here, but if given the chance, because if you ask me, I feel like you'd do even a much more better job. If you were given the chance to coach Bafana Bafana here, would you take it, coach? Thank you. Uh, hello, hello, Coach Tezri. Uh, hello, hello, Tavis and everyone. You know, women's soccer, you know, I watch it. You know, I mean, it's, 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 we got elite players in South Africa, you know, players with those privileges of being signed overseas. You know, I'm, I mean, also got my Melody Sundowns doing well. You can see our players are elite, you know, and we match, you know, those European teams, uh, you know, not like the times, uh, of Abodezri where they lost 20-something nil to, to China. Now China must try with beating us 20-something nil, you know, they will never do that. I'm proud of the of the girls. We must go to the World Cup. And if we don't, we mustn't go to the World Cup just to see what we want to do. We must go and, and compete, please. Let's go to the quarterfinals. You know, as a fan of Wanyana Wanyana, they are capable of winning the AFCON. It's about time they win the AFCON, please. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks. I knew that one was coming, but 20, 20 nil, coach. Actually, were you there? actually, I had retired by that time oh, when okay. um, when they played um, uh, China. China, yes, um, yes, yes. When they lost, I think it was thirteen nil in the one yes. game, and I can't remember the other game. <laughs> I had actually been uh, dropped out of the team at that time. But have you seen now, judging by the voice notes, you've become a, a victim of your success. Basically, the expectations are high now, and people are expecting you to win Afcon now. Is is that something that you carry on your shoulders now? Do you embrace it? I think all of us do. Um, I know after coming so close in twenty in twenty eighteen to Nigeria, um, yes, yeah. after coming so close in twenty eighteen, all of us do. Um, we know that we were very close, and you know, in the in the Algeria game when we were one 0 down at halftime, you could see the focus and the mental capacity of the players was a different level. So it tells mm. you that they have the same ambition. You know, they have the same ambition. But before we can even think of that, we have to qualify first for the World Cup. As I said, these little tournaments in the tournament. But 
you know, um, it's it's something that we have to get off our back, you know, mm. something that we have to go get off our back and something that we're working towards. Like I said, uh, if you look at the teams that have qualified, there's no easy team anymore. Mm. You know, you look at the likes of Burundi and Togo, etc., um, Djibouti that have qualified. Um, and you look at those teams and you say, and people might say, ah, you know, Banyana's going to beat them. Yeah. They're there because, no they des- they're there, they're because they deserve to be there. You look at the men's AFCON recently. Yeah. I mean, the holders yes, the yeah. holders didn't even win a match. Yes. You know, they went out in the group stages. So we got to make sure that we're in superb physical condition for the way we want to play. And I said after the Aisha Bohari Cup that we have to be consistent in our performances when we have our best players. You know, we have to make sure that we deliver that type of football at that level all the time. And uh, if we are in superb physical condition, um, come FCON, we will be there and thereabouts because we have shown what we are capable of, but we need to be more consistent Mm -hmm. in that way. And yes, I know the expectations are are high and it comes with, as you said, with the success of the team, but it also comes with having been there. And I think the players also know um, about the expectations and we're just trying to manage that so that we don't lose focus of what is right at hand now. Um, for when the time comes when we need to be in that position. Well, we've come a long way from the days of 13 nil, and the one <laughs> voice note was saying Banyana Banyana is elite now. What would you attribute that to? Is it just safe to say because they're playing overseas now, the players are better? Look, um, you know, if you look at the first season of the Hollywood Bet Super League, um, we always knew there was going to be a lot of challenges. Mm. But I think the second season has been has been better. Um, you know, there's not been the high scores that everybody saw in the first season. I think the likes of my Indies and JVW came into the league and made it also a bit stronger. You look at Richmond, for example, you know, the, the team that got beat by big scores every every week also stood, stood their ground. That has really helped. But also the experience of the players from abroad. You know, in the past, we used to say Nigeria and Ghana and Cameroon have all these international players and look what it's doing for them. Um but for me, I saw Rafil Vejani for the first time since 2019, along with Lebohang Ramalepe and Linda Mutlalo. And they were absolutely outstanding during the Aisha Buhari Cup. And I always said, if they can bring um, that to our team, you know, we can go places. But I thought they've brought more than what I expected because they've really been outstanding. And through that, you know, with the, with the, with the best of the local that we have, they've also raised their game because during the COVID period, we had to rely on those players, um, you know, because we couldn't get the players from abroad due to the different quarantine protocols in the country. And we had to rely on those players and the experience they got. And when we went to the Aisha Bawari Cup, we only had six players from abroad. The rest were, the rest were all local players. So they also have to step up the game, you know, to, to, to be able to challenge and when the players from abroad come in, the level goes even higher. And if you don't step up, you get left behind. Okay. And then on that note of new teams coming into the Hollywood Bet Super League, what do you think City Lights from PE can bring? Because they've been around, eh? No, they've been around for a very long time. And I thought this time they were better prepared than in, than in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, um, you know, by by the semifinals, a lot of teams' legs were gone already. To play such a lot of games over a short period of time is very challenging. And coming after it was um, postponed in December when mm. most teams might have been ready, you know, this period, uh, the off-season period. I know some teams continued training and maybe it was to the detriment of that. I think when I when I saw that they are busy having trials, it says that they are serious about not coming to make up the numbers. You know, they've been around for a very, very long time and it was really exciting to see, um, you know, a team like City Lads come on board. Um, 
they're the only team now in PE because um, wow. uh, Thunderbirds is based in East London. So they should be able to get some really, really good players to make them, you know, really strong. Because the biggest thing for, for City Lads and Vasco is to make sure that they don't get relegated because this is the first year of relegation. And they mm. need to both beef up their squads because other teams in the Hollywood Bet Simple League are also beefing up their squads. Okay, words of advice then for Vasco and uh, City Lads. And then um, with AFCON in July, how far are we to getting Jermaine back, coach? Look, um, yeah, that's a big disappointment for us. It's happened, you know. Um, she's busy with a residency permit and unfortunately she cannot leave Portugal. If she leaves Portugal, she cannot go back. And oh, that okay. is the that is the big disappointment for us because she's really doing extremely well in Portugal and added, we've added so much value to the team. But the season ends in May. Um, so whether the, whether the permit is, is done or not, she'll be coming home. Um, we just hope that it's sorted out before um, we have the FIFA date in April. But if not, she, she should be available for AFCON, yeah. Okay, I'm sure she's itching to play. Coach, we're going to have to leave it there. But before you go, we've got somebody on the line here that just probably wants to congratulate you for qualifying for AFCON. And that's the Orlando Paris Coach, Manja Ngikazi. Coach, good evening. Thanks for joining us on SAFM tonight. Thank you so much, my brother, for having me in your show. Uh, I hear a great voice. Uh, I hear very. Uh, it's just, it's just. Uh, uh, at least today you have you have somebody special. Uh, Coach Tesri, uh, congratulations! Uh, not for the first time, she has done it over the years, uh, and and we must always appreciate our own when they do well. Uh, congratulations! Keep going. Uh, it's, it's it's possible until it's not possible. I mean, so I'm sorry. Uh, 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 it's possible until it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. She, can, she can win it uh, for, for the amount of work that she has done over the years. Uh, we really appreciate her uh, as a coach and as a South African. Congratulations. Wonderful. Coach. Thank, thank you, Coach Mandla. Um, I really appreciate the support that I've been given by the fellow coaches. Um, but as we always say, we are collective. You know, we have a group of coaches and staff who really work hard behind the scenes as well. They don't get the credit normally. Um, so it's a collective uh, where we work together. Um, by the way, congratulations on your fantastic victory as well. When I when I switched over, it was 2-0 and I thought, <laughs> oh my word. And the next minute you just took them apart. So yeah. uh, that was really, really well done. Um, I know the expectations are high and uh, we're trying to manage the expectations. But you're right. Um, you know, we've been very close. Um, and we know the the country is begging for us to win it, but we first got to make sure that we qualify for the World Cup, and then, uh, as I said to Tabiso, it's little tournaments in the tournament, and then we'll prepare for that. But uh, as you know, nothing is easy, so you've got to really work hard and put in the work. So thank you very much for the support. I really appreciate it. Okay, wonderful. Thank you Thanks. so much. Thanks, Thank you so much. Keep going. Thank you. Thanks, Coach Desert. Before I let you go, they wanted to ask about Bafana. <laughs> you know, these guys. You know. I think we we being a little bit disrespectful. I think um, you know um, they've got a coach who's um, really starting to turn things around. Um, you know, and uh, no t- player or no team goes onto the field to lose. Um, you know, they go onto the field to win. And when you look at what Coach Bruce is trying to do, um, you know, uh, we were just unfortunate that we did not did not qualify. Um, you know. Uh, when we lost the game to Ghana, but what he's done has been amazing over a short period of time, and we've got to give credit where it's due. And um, I think um, he's on the right track, you know, and give him the respect that he deserves. Um, I really enjoy what I do, um, and I think uh, 
he's got his own challenges, you know, like we have, I have challenges um, mm. uh, around what we do. And I think um, give the coach the respect he deserves and give him the support he deserves because I think he's, he's on the right track and uh, we should all be supporting the team, whether the team wins or whether the team loses because no team has gone through without losing a match. Um, so give the coach some time. Uh, we've seen what he's done with, with, with Cameroon, with a brand new team. So give the coach some time. Um, he might not be selecting the favourites that people want him to <laughs> select. But, you yeah. know, the coach trusts players that he selects and players then have to go out and do the job. And I think the players have done magnificently for him. Um, and nobody's going to be happy with who he selects, but he's mm. got to be happy with who he selects to, to, do, to, to do the job for him. So please, I urge you to please give the coach and the Bafana Bafana the respect they deserve. Um, I think Banyana should not, um, when we do well, we should not be categorized with Bafana Bafana. We should be celebrated in our own right, mm. um, you know, and not make comparisons with Bafana Bafana. Give the players and the team the credit it deserves without mentioning Bafana Bafana. Um, then we won't be having conversations like this. But um, I, I, I support um, uh, the, the team. I think um, if we give them the support and we allow them to grow, I think they're going to change a few mindsets and uh, change a few perceptions. And sooner rather than later, they'll get the results that's forthcoming. Wonderful, Coach Desiree. Thanks for coming in. We really appreciate your time. Thank you.